Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Good to be with you on this Wednesday afternoon. I know I'm forgetting something. It'll come back to me in a minute. Story here from CNN. The NFL has sent a memo to all 32 teams (laughs) to remind players to clearly report as eligible receivers after a controversial officiating decision Ended Saturday's Detroit Lions-Dallas Cowboys I mean, the game. wrong decision. Can the NFL just come out and admit that their officiating union sucks and they need Scott, to tear it down and rebuild from the ground up? Everyone said that player reported for duty. Didn't know that was a thing, but that's a thing. Thought you were on the field. That meant you were reporting for duty. Who knew? Everyone said he looked at the guy and said, I'm eligible. Yep, see the uniform, dude. So... Now there's audio evidence that he reported? Yes. So, um, Sam. This decided that game. It, they got the two-point conversion. Yep. Was that for the tire for the win? Now you have to remind me. I was so mad when it happened. I don't even care about those two teams. Now, Sam did some research before the show. Yeah. There is audio evidence that this player, number 70, okay. reported to the officials that he was going to be an eligible receiver. Listen to this. I should point out, this is from the Spanish broadcast. This is how much work Sam did to find this. This is from the Spanish broadcast of the game between the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys. Listen very closely behind the announcer. Did you hear it? Number 70, eligible receiver. Yep. Number 70, Number 70, eligible receiver. They've all said as such up to this point. Why can they not reverse the outcome of that game? Referees should not be allowed at the very end of a game to do something like that and decide the entire outcome of a game. Do you know what it makes me wonder about? Honestly, I'm not saying anything untoward was happening here, but when things like that happen at the very end of the game, what what do you start thinking about, Scott? Gambling. That there's something going on that they wanted that in that moment to call some cockamamie thing that's like, everybody's like, what? When he said he reported for duty. So I woke up on Sunday morning to this video from Uh, Dana Wright. So mad. Um, I don't even give a (laughs) about the game that just aired. But you have to report for duty to catch a football. You have to tell 
the referees, excuse me, sir, if the ball comes toward me, I would like to catch it, sir. And then they go, okay. This is why women should make the rules in football. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Can you imagine you're playing outfield in Major League Baseball and you say, I would like to call the timeout. Blue, excuse me, blue. If the ball comes toward me, I would like to catch it, please. I would just like to be on record saying that. Who the thinks of these rules? They try like four times. I okay. don't even care. Go back to the, the original point. That has the guy that looks like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Can you imagine in soccer, one of the soccer players saying the same thing? Excuse me, referee. Pardon me. Time out. Um, if the ball comes near my foot, I would like to kick it toward the goal. Same. Stupid. Football's stupid. Anyway. Okay. But yeah. wasn't it another player that actually caught the ball the, that the, 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 may not have been eligible? The quarterback that looked like Ryan Gosling should have won that game. I go back to my original statement. There has to be a way when it is a majorly disruptive call like that. That I, I don't know if you well, go back and play it. I don't know what you do. You shouldn't be allowed to do that. But, but Dan Skipper is number 70. Yes. For Detroit. Okay. He did not catch the ball. No, it was 68 that caught the ball. Right. He was an ineligible receiver. The call was not wrong. Well, except for the fact that 68 and some other guy were already standing there talking to the ref when 70 walked up. Yes. How did you hear 70, but not the two guys that were already Scott, standing there talking listen to, me. to you? 68 has said, I told the ref. Okay. Period. Okay. I heard all the sports guys break it. Well, you really have to go over and like, like write it down and sign it and flash it in his eyes and say, I am. Well, it's loud down there. I get that. Right. They're like, they should have seen that his eyes weren't really looking at him when he declared himself eligible. The whole thing is so stupid. Well, well, and if you're a receiver for the Chiefs, you have to go over and hug the official to make sure that you're on sides or not. Can, correct. Can you imagine <laughs> wow. if that had happened in a playoff uh -huh. game, Scott? No. Or the Super Bowl? Or the Bowl? Super Bowl? No. Well, remember just a couple of games ago with the Chiefs? The, uh, the non-holding call. The, the wide receiver was wearing one of the opposing players as a cape. I do remember that. They didn't that. call that. Uh, let's not forget the Broncos game when not a single player on the field moved and they called a false start. Look Correct. You, look at you guys. Well, I'm telling you, it has built up to the point that now I'm mad and I think some of those same dingalings are calling our next game. It's been a dumpster fire. <laughs> I will say the conspiracy theorists are drawing connections to a specific deal that was signed between, uh, you know, books where you can... There are conspiracy theories bet. out there about why that happened. <clears throat> but... I'm just saying it wait, should wait, not whoa, whoa. be allowed. I've heard what, that any, what are the conspiracy theories? That, 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 that there was somehow money exchange the or something in it for somebody. Have gone up dramatically in the last two and a half years. Two and a half years ago. Oh come on! I, hey, I'm not backing the conspiracy theory. That's just what they're why, saying. Why don't they say Scott? Let's. I, I heard somebody say this that in the last two minutes of the game, anything like that that is insanely controversial, you review all of it. Well, well now wait a minute. Th then, as, as Self-respecting Chiefs fans, if we're not going to call anything in the last two minutes of a game, then let's not complain about players wearing other players like capes. I know. I'm just saying any controversial call that would decide the outcome of the game, they just automatically say within two minutes, you have to review that. No, she's saying still make the call, but review yeah. it to make sure it wasn't a You review a bogus it to call. make sure. I see. I see. And, then, and then maybe the referees would think twice before saying, 
the wrong guy caught the ball. I mean, what? Well, and then you have to review things that were non-calls. But, but exactly because right. Because all of us are yeah. sitting at home going, that was a foul. And, and let, me, let me tell you this. You, you guys know I love soccer. I love it. On any given Saturday or Sunday morning at my house, if you were to walk into my living room, I've got the English Premier League on. I love it. I can't get enough of it. But the EPL introduced something this year called, or last year, called VAR, Video Assisted Refereeing. Uh-oh. Yes. So where they will go back, it, it, it ruins the game. We've been doing that in oh, baseball look, for years. Oh, look, his hand is offside. Yeah. We, we've been doing that in baseball yeah. for years. I, I like... The human element. Yes, the mistake. Mm. The problem is allowing the players to play, and there's going to be some mistakes, of course, you know, that you, you let it go. But we're all watching mm-hmm. through the 78 different camera angles right. and slow-mo. Which and they also have access to. all well, know but, but, it's a foul. And and then it becomes even more controversial for the for the league. Okay, but, but back to your point, Dana. And I certainly understand where you're coming from. If we were to introduce VAR, video assisted refereeing, which I'm totally opposed to, we're talking about a three and a half hour game now going to four hours. Wouldn't it speed things up? Not if they have to review it. They can sell more commercials. <laughs> there you go. It's already only 11 minutes of total but, play. But, but, Do you know that when they take out every yes, timeout and every yes. break? It's only 11 minutes of play on that gridiron. That's why I love to watch soccer. And it would, yeah, it would probably. Take more time, but we do this in baseball, and baseball games go on for hours, well, well, and I'm but, not saying football should. But baseball has shortened their games to two and a half hours by in- changing incorpor- other rules. By, by incorporating the pitch clock. Yep. And yeah, that has the, really sped the games up. From the text line, if you do walk into Scott's house to watch soccer on a Saturday morning, you better take your dang shoes off. That's right. That's right. Don't ever wear wearing, shoes in my house. We're wearing booties in that gift I got we're you not, there. We're not savages. All right, you brought up the word dumpster fire. Uh, We'll get to it. We'll go to Johnson (laughs) County as soon as we get back because there ain't no other way to describe what that case was. Have the charges all been dropped? And is. Uh, It is my understanding, Dan just walked out of the booth, that while we were on the air, the charges have been dismissed against Jackson Mahomes. The felony sexual battery charges have been dismissed. The misconduct battery charge, or uh, misdemeanor battery charge still stands. And that just happened? Yes, this afternoon the judge approved the the motion by prosecutors to dismiss. I'm just going to say this as we go to break. (laughs) Steve Howe, love you, man. We are going to have to talk about this. Like, literally, you are going to have to answer for what happened here. Steve Howe is the Johnson County District Attorney. We've had him on the show many times. He's a friend of the program. This has gone on 11 months. Mm -hmm. And you're telling me that 11 months of all of the wasted resources on a kiss in a basement that she now says was consensual. We didn't know any of this for 11 months. I'll tell you this. If if I'm Jackson Mahomes, I am hiring an attorney. He is a victim in this case. Yeah. And we'll talk about it straight ahead. Story here from Forbes. And by the way, this story has gone Alonzo Washington National. It's already been picked up by the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal. Prosecutors in Johnson County, Kansas have requested to dismiss. Now, this was written several hours ago. The charges were just dismissed uh, about 20 minutes ago. 
Uh, prosecutors in Johnson County, Kansas, have requested to dismiss felony sexual assault charges against Jackson Mahomes, the younger brother of Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, following allegations last year that Mahomes grabbed and kissed a local restaurant owner without her consent. State prosecutors requested to drop three counts of aggravated sexual battery against Mahomes. Uh, he does still face a misdemeanor battery charge that is related to him leaving the restaurant and a, allegedly pushing a server. Uh, the Johnson County DA's office said in court documents the alleged victim, Aspen Vaughn, has refused to cooperate with law enforcement and indicated she would not cooperate with the prosecution, according to the USA Today. Uh, the prosecution intends to move forward with the misdemeanor case despite Vaughn's refusal to testify or cooperate. Uh, Mahomes faces up to 55 months in prison if the charges are upheld. Faced. He's not going anywhere. No, he's not. You're right. Um, Jackson Mahomes is a victim. <laughs> we can have the conversation about of what? So I want, I want to be clear here. He did not have an abundance of goodwill at the time these now false accusations came out. Okay? Mm-hmm. He didn't. And I think there were mistakes made by a very, very young man thrown into a public eye that he probably regrets. And so mm-hmm. when this happened. Or didn't. Or didn't. I think people were very quick to say, well, here we go again. Mm-hmm. And it's a reminder for everyone, be very careful. Because multiple things can always be true at once. Right, Scott? Yeah. Okay. Um I need someone to explain the hours and the resources wasted for 11 months, wasted, when all along she is now saying this is consensual and she is going to invoke her Fifth Amendment right, which is her right if she is called to testify. You want me to believe that 11 months has gone by and only now this is consensual. Why was this not revealed and or understood in week one? Week one. I will maybe give the DA's office two weeks. Maybe. Because name me another case where there is an alleged forcible kiss in a basement of a restaurant. And all of these resources are thrown at that case. You can't name it in the history of this damn town. You know why? There are more important things going on, even in Overland Park. Fair point. So why were they chasing this for 11 months? Uh, The answer is one that we don't like to give in radio. I don't know. Well, there are only a couple of possibilities. Uh, you asked, what, what is he a victim of? One of the possibilities is, Scott, that she was lying the entire time and then only yesterday said, I'm going to invoke my Fifth Amendment right and I lied to investigators. That's number one. Okay. Or what do you think is more likely? Someone at the DA's office and or investigators knew all along this was shaky as hell. Then why proceed? That this was a dumpster fire. They knew all along this was never going to play in front of a jury well. 
because they would have had her cell phone. They would have had, and we have heard from Jackson Mahomes' attorneys, they had said before, her cell phone will exonerate him all day long. Investigators would have known that from what? Week two? Week three? Let let me rewind your tape. They don't need her cell phone if they have his. And if he saved all the messages between Mm -hmm. the two of them, that's all they need. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. You and I have been in this town for a very long time. We have covered countless criminal cases. Steve Howe is no dummy. He is a smart man. He is a a good lawyer. I do believe that with a couple of glaring rulings that I disagreed with over the years. And I think he is a smart politician. Why would you hitch your wagon to this turd of a dumpster fire? That is easily disproven. That is easily disproven in what I would consider to be the very beginning of this case, because you know who's really good at what they do? The Overland Park Police Department. Mm-hmm. Now, you're telling me, and I, know, and I know you're not, that in the course of the last 11 months, at no point did Jackson Mahomes' attorneys go over to Olathe mm-hmm. with copies of text, text messages between Correct. Aspen Vaughn and Patrick Mahomes, yep. which we assume existed, Especially if this was a consensual relationship. And said, what are you doing? Look look at this. Steve, Steve, listen to me, buddy. You are a very well-known politician in this town. Do not, do not cook this turd. Go down this road. Do not cook this cold turd on a paper plate. It's not what you think it is. It's not what you think it is. And and if I was Jackson Mahomes' attorneys, I would have gone in with printed text messages. Yes, here they are. "Here, Here they are. Are you sure you want to walk this road? No, I don't. We'll dismiss the charges tomorrow. Okay. Why? Then Why I, not? I will ask you again because I'm, we're going to have to have Sam look this up. At, in what month were these charges filed? Because I thought it was overcharged from the beginning. Not that it's okay that in another case, not this case, because she's now saying this was consensual, that if a man forcibly grabs a woman and jams his tongue down her throat, I'm not saying that's not a crime. Uh, Mahomes was arrested in May of 2023 and charged with three counts of aggravated okay. assault along with a battery charge. Okay, so May, that was seven months ago, so eight months ago. Eight months ago. Three months after the incident alleged to have happened. In all of those three months, you are now wanting all of us to believe, leading up to charging him with three felonies, which I still don't believe, even if this happened, which it didn't, that was a felony. You want me to believe that no one in that three months thought something isn't right here. Mm -hmm. Let's say they didn't have the text messages. Something isn't adding up here. So when I say there are two scenarios, she either said this whole time, I'm going to cooperate, I'm going to cooperate, I'm going to cooperate, 11 months, 7 months, I'm going to cooperate, yep, I'm going to cooperate, lost my business, I'm going to cooperate. And then for some reason yesterday, it's consensual I'm pleading the fifth, or she was never a good witness, this was never a case, people in high places knew it and continued down this road anyway. There's only two. So why? There's only two scenarios. Uh, Let's go with the former first. Okay. Um. That she lied the whole time until yesterday for 11 months. Okay. Just now decided this is consensual. Where are the charges against her? That is the million-dollar question. Because even if she was not the original complainant to file, to say to authorities, this happened to me, she still in court papers says she lied to investigators. Right. That is a crime. That is a crime. That's a felony. That is a crime. That's a felony. And guess what? That's a crime you can prove. 
713-586-7798. Let's go with the ladder for a very I know we got to get to the break. Let's go with the ladder. Why? Why continue down that road? Okay. When you can't prove the case and you know you can't prove the case. Because his name is Mahomes. You you want me to believe that a forcible kiss in a basement that we now know not to be true would have had this much attention from this many people in high up places. No. You have lost your mind. They have better things to do over there. 913-586-7798. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I'm going I'm to try to dance around this delicately. But a number of people are writing in on the text line, is it possible that there was money involved? And, this was settled out of court. Let's and, just and, say and, it that way. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. And I was just talking to Dana. Why would you risk it? I mean, because potentially this Aspen Vaughn lady potentially could face charges for allegedly not telling the truth to authorities. She has said in court papers she lied to investigators. That is why she was going to invoke her Fifth Amendment. Fifth Amendment right if compelled to testify. She said, I'm not going to testify because I lied to investigators. Okay. I, Scott, if you came to me and said, uh, we both know that this wasn't a thing, but I'll pay you $500,000 to go away, but you're going to have to say that you lied the entire time to police for 11 months. No. Uh, no. You want me to now, now I'm going to have a record? No. 913-586-7798. Steven in Olathe. Steven, hello. Hey, thanks for taking my call. So, uh, correction, it is the county courthouse, not Olathe courthouse, or the, the courthouse in Olathe. It's the county courthouse in beautiful Olathe. It's Johnson and, County, yes. Um, yes. And uh, so I do applaud uh, the county district attorney for uh, at least looking at people without a uh, uh, an eye, with a blind eye to fame. It doesn't matter what, what name that you carry. It doesn't matter who you are and who your family is. I'm still going to look into this. So I do applaud him for that. But, you know, maybe at least this will simmer him down. Not uh, not how, but uh, young mm-hmm. Mahomes from uh, at least 
you know, we've, we've heard his name in the, in the news before for uh, <clears throat> violent acts against other people. Maybe this will simmer him down, and maybe he'll stop embarrassing his family name and the but, area. But, but Stephen, but, but Stephen, I'm going to stop you there. I don't know what violent acts are you I, talking I, about. I don't know what he's talking about. So let's strike that from the record. Um, I, I <laughs> am so mad about this for a couple of reasons. Yeah. You want me to believe that you know, despite somebody's name, they're going to be held accountable to the letter of the law. I would offer that no one should be treated any differently, famous or otherwise, charged or otherwise. There it is. If you believe one, you have to believe the other. That the district attorney shouldn't treat anyone differently when it comes to whether or not to charge or who to charge. Most prosecutors would say, without you know, fanfare or favor, we're going to do our job. If you believe that, you also have to believe that this exact same case, if it played out with Joe Smith... And Amanda Robinson in the basement of a restaurant somewhere in Johnson County that this would have gone on for 11 months with all of the resources that were taken from the Overland Park Police Department Mm -hmm. to, quote, investigate this. There is no way this would have gone on that long. And let me tell you how I know that, Scott. Many years ago, a stranger came up to me at a bar in Johnson County and stuck his hand up my skirt. I remember. That is the definition of sexual battery. And let me tell you what happened two days later. I spoke to several police officer friends of mine. I filed a report because I do not believe people like that go around doing that one time and then wake up and regret it. I think he had done it before and he would continue to do it. And I said, yes, I want this pursued for that reason. He lost his job that week. Uh, They called and said a couple weeks later, Can we put him on some sort of diversion program with counseling? I said, yes. That was the end of it. That was a stranger's hand. Up your skirt. On the most private part of my body. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was all done in about two weeks. It never involved a conversation with the district attorney. And to Stephen's point. And it shouldn't. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Don't, please don't think that I'm sitting here somehow saying forcibly kissing someone is okay or I'm saying there's a hierarchy to how these cases go and they should all be treated the same. And if this case had been anyone else, we would not still be talking about this. But but two very quick points. You mentioned forcibly kissing. He didn't forcibly kiss her. She says it was consensual. That's correct. Back to Stephen's point. He said that he admires the district attorney, Stephen Howe, because he didn't let somebody's fame get in the way of whether or not he was going to pursue the case. I would make the argument. The pendulum swung way too far the other that's way. That's exactly right. It has to be equal. The, equal not because or despite of his name, but also equal. How would you treat the other cases? The other cases never would have been treated like this. With, with respect to Steve Howe, the, the DA in Johnson County, how you paint this as anything other than an embarrassment It defies me. This is horribly embarrassing for the Johnson County District Attorney's Office. This is simple, basic investigation 101. We're going to charge your your client Mm -hmm. with three sexual felonies. Okay, guys, 
Look at these texts. This was a consensual relationship. Well, we're still going to charge him. His last name's Mahomes. I, I can't believe any prosecutor would be that stupid with a case that was completely either weak on its face and they would have known it within a couple of weeks yeah. or not true. Now, I, I, Scott, now, they're, they're, prosecutors are not stupid people. Now, in fairness, for them to file charges, and correct me if I'm wrong, please, a case has to be forwarded to the district attorney's office. Yes. That case would have been forwarded by the Overland Park Police Which Department. Which they had a duty to investigate. And, and at that point, Overland Park hands are off of it, Scott. You know how this works. Here's what we have. Here's the file. Yeah. We're done. From there, the DA looks at it and decides, is this a case worth pursuing or is it not? And maybe, Scott, the video evidence in the case was what put this over the top. And maybe she lied the entire time up until this week. Maybe. And maybe they didn't have any other evidence suggesting otherwise, including Jackson's cell phone that I agree with you, his attorneys would have handed over immediately. I mean, there was a... So, there, something doesn't add up here. I, and, I, and you don't have to like the behavior of a very young man thrust into the spotlight at a very early age. You don't have to. Has he made mistakes? Yes. This is not some kind of payback for dancing inappropriately on a spot that he didn't even understand at a football game for, um, do being you know who ba- I am at a be, restaurant? Being in the back room at a bar no. downtown. Yeah, I know. And, and keep in mind, this story came out roughly around the same time as the uh, standing on some spot on the field where he should yes, have been standing. That they told him to stand on, by the way. And the incident at the restaurant at 15th and Broadway or 15th in Brooklyn, whatever, uh, where... They were packed. They didn't have room. And he was like, do you know who I am? Yeah, we know who you are, and we don't care. You're not Patrick. <laughs> I think they would have even said to... Well, maybe not. <laughs> 913. Is Taylor with you? We'll make room. <laughs> 913-586-7798. Jim, on line one. Jim, hi. Yes, sir. Hello. Hey, I, uh, I've been driving along here thinking about other possibilities on this thing, and it's a hard as it is to accept, one of them would be that uh, she just now received the payoff from the homes so she could drop the whole thing. The other one is... And, you're given, but, but, uh, but at what risk? Uh, facing felony charges? I mean, lying to police is a, is a felony. Well, she just admitted to a felony. But, uh, you couldn't pay... But here's here's the problem with that theory, and I understand where you're going, and a lot of people on the text line are going that way. I think they're wrong. With a, I think they are wrong. With a felony, you get two things. You get a record. Yep. And you go to prison. Almost, Possibly. Almost, almost every felony gets you sent to prison. Not all, but a lot. So how do they not, I'm just asking, how do you not then charge her? I, I don't know how you don't. And I think there are people who would say, and, and bill for the time that was mm-hmm. wasted on this. Yes. How do you not? If if the stories that we are reading are true, that she now says in court filings, as you mentioned, I believe in the last segment, that this was a consensual relationship, that she had been lying to police and prosecutors, allegedly, I think you have to charge her and send a message. 
how do you, I, I don't, a lot of people are saying, where's the charge? Now, I don't know that our police would have to weigh in on this on the text line. Is lying to a prosecutor or a police officer a crime? I believe it is. Is it a felony? I'm not sure. That's and different. I, and, and I may be wrong yeah, about that's that. That's different than perjury where you raise your right hand Fair in point. court and you say, I swear to tell the truth and nothing but the truth, so help me God. I'll look it up. I mean, if you're a victim, you haven't been Mirandized, so. But you're not a victim. Well, in the beginning yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. you're right. You're right. I'll look I'll look it up during the break. Uh, telephone number is 913-586-7798. Here on Dana and Parks. Lying to police officers in the state of Kansas is a level eight non-person felony. It is a felony. Now, I was looking up the statute because I'm a nerd. It does not say what the punishment is, what the guidelines would be on. Uh, and, and the actual crime is called making false information. Uh, Julie in Mission. Julie, hello. Hi, how are you guys? All right, we're doing well. Hey, Julie, I, I just read what you're going to say. I'm not completely comfortable going there, but I understand yeah. what she's about to say. Here's the deal. This case was deterred from the beginning for reasons I am not comfortable getting into. I I do not believe <laughs> anyone who says they did not know that until just now. I think that is the safest thing we can say to keep us out of legal hot water. They would have known very early on that there were severe red flags mm -hmm. with this case. Mm -hmm. Why it took 11 months and however many hours and money and resources spent on this thing, I, I would love the answer to that. Well, and, and Steve Howe is welcome to call into this program. I don't think he's going to ever again. I, I don't think today is a very good day at the DA's office. That's no. my guess. And there's probably a lot of finger pointing back and forth. But, there's, there's going to be someone in high places today saying, I told you so. Yeah. I told you from the beginning this is not what you thought it was. But the word that keeps popping into my brain is avoidable. This was totally avoidable. So why did we not avoid it? And, and I, quite frankly, <coughs> excuse me, Steve Howe is a politician. He is a public official and a public figure. And quite frankly, I think he he doesn't have to do it on this show. He's no. welcome to. But, but owe but, something but to he, the people to say, look, this is what happened. This is how it shook out. Do I think we're going to hear that? No. no. I don't think we will ever hear another word about this. I think they are desperately hoping this story goes away. But I think Steve Howe owes the people, not only of Johnson County, but primarily of Johnson County, but of Kansas City metropolitan area in general, an explanation as to why this case was pursued for so long when clearly there had to have been red flags. Now, you and I and the, the guy driving that FedEx truck right there on Shawnee Mission Parkway, we don't get the inside look at what investigators and prosecutors know. But these are people with decades of experience. And at no point did anyone say, mm. And his attorneys, now granted, this is what defense lawyers do, said from day one, there's nothing here. There is no there there. 
This is a nothing burger. And they didn't have, and surely they did, his lawyers didn't have evidence to prove that this was all made up, this was trumped up, and I'm sure they did. So surely they would have gone down to the Johnson County Courthouse and presented that to Steve Howe's office. Really, at the end of the day, the loss for everyone here is the next time there is a case and there is a victim and a woman comes forward, number one, will it get this level of attention? I think the answer is no. I think we can all agree the answer is no. And number two, does it make it that much harder for victims in these cases to come forward? Scott, I mean, I remember so clearly that happening to me. It took me two days. Like, I was so stressed out about I, I it. You were traumatized. Oh, my God. I remember when that I happened. I mean, I sought counsel outside of our city where this happened and said, this happened. Help me under, like, what is this? What do I, and, and I knew I had been violated. I knew that. But what is this? And I'll never forget one of my good friends who's a cop said, that is sexual battery. Mm-hmm. That is a crime, and, and you, you need... And you knew you knew that. Though. I knew that. You just didn't want to admit it. But the, the stress that I was under when it was clear what had happened, mm-hmm. uh, beyond clear what had happened to me, um, and I, I still look back at that and beat myself up that I questioned for one second what to do. Mm-hmm. It still makes me mad. I didn't turn around and knee him directly in the groin. I'm still mad at myself that I didn't do it. But you brought up a great point just now. Every woman in this town, let's say she's telling the truth about lying, okay? Every woman in this town. Is is it owed an apology? From her. Because anytime any of you come forward. Which is difficult to do even when you know what has happened to you, which I did. Uh, by the way, making false information is a severity level eight non-person felony, and uh, it's very confusing, but from what I can find, seven to 23 months. All right. When we get back, if you've never heard a 95-year-old woman drop some words that we cannot say on the radio, <laughs> boy, we got a whopper for you. This granny is everybody's hero today. Awesome. We'll share that when we get back. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.